Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Do you take cream and sugar, Anne? Just cream. Oh, oh fine. Anybody come in? Hello. Remember oh, Anne Lundell, Aunt Effie? Oh, of yes, course. Absolutely. I simply had to drop over and hear all about this European trip. <laughs> well, I'm just so excited at the thought of it. Well, Aunt Effie will tell you. I've been floating around in a dream world for the last few days, haven't I? <laughs> what you say you have? Well, as you know, we had the most wonderful trip last summer. I know. We had a party for Anne and Jack when they returned, Aunt Effie, so they could tell us all about their trip. And I don't think you got to tell anything about it, did you, Anne? Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> you didn't tell much. Poor Anne, she kept saying, well, we got to London about the 10th, and then Myra or Charlie Bemis or somebody would interrupt with some story about when they were in London. <laughs> well, I think it's just wonderful you're getting a chance to go. And you know, I kept a diary all the time I was there, so I'll go over it, and I'll list all the best places to stay and the best places to eat. Well, I don't think we'll be staying at the luxury places, Anne. You know, it's a business trip. And oh, no, I don't mean luxury places either. I mean good places that are inexpensive. And when you're in England, you've got to go out to Stratford. Oh, yes, I want to see Anne Hathaway. Well, now, I'm going to list the things that you've got to see in England. Uh-huh. Some of the castles, yeah. like Kenilworth, oh, Kenilworth. Windsor, uh-huh. Warwick, Tower of London. Oh. <laughs> Sometimes it just seems too good to be true. I can't believe that at last I'm really going. Well, <laughs> I don't think you should get so excited. You're just like a child, and you know how disappointing it is when it turns out that... Well, maybe you can't go or something. Oh, now, Aunt Effie, don't even talk like that. What could happen? Well, after all, I might get sick or drop dead or something. Aunt Effie! My goodness, you mustn't talk like that. Well, after all, I'm happy to stay with the children, look after the house, but plans do go awry, and I just don't believe in counting so much on anything. Aunt Effie, I don't, I don't want to even think of not going. I know, dear, but I have this feeling in my bones that you should calm down just in case you don't go. What's network radio? If you're talking about CBS radio, you're talking of hard-hitting talent staffs in New York, Hollywood, and elsewhere. You're talking of CBS News with its outposts throughout the world. 
You're talking about an organization that blends drama, music, the spoken word, and history itself into a steady flow that accompanies you anywhere, but never interrupts. Network radio, as defined in the daily schedule of CBS Radio, is award-winning Gunsmoke. Edward R. Murrow with the news, winner of five Peabody Awards and countless others. The New York Philharmonic, the Metropolitan Opera Company in New York City, the colorful words of Lowell Thomas, timely items of business news from Alan Jackson, a never-ending succession of great names in popular music, the big names, including Guy Lombardo, Lawrence Welk, Jan Garber, Vincent Lopez, Freddie Martin, and plenty more. What's network radio? It's the best the ear can hear. If the network is CBS Radio. Now, Anne, Effie, please do not go out and do the dinner dishes. Oh, I don't mind at all, dear. You go on. Put Betsy to bed. Well, I do mind. Now, we oh. ate late, and I'm not going to have you doing all the dishes. Now, what? I mean, now you go in and sit down after I get Betsy to bed. You can wipe dishes if you insist on it. <laughs> well, all right, my goodness. I don't know what's the matter with you today. You've hardly let me lift a finger. And you go on in the living room there and sit down. Now, I'll be back down in about 15 minutes. Oh, well, all right, but I... Uh, well, of course, it does give me a chance to have a talk with you in private. Oh, hi, Effie, huh? What do you mean? Boy, you know, I've looked all over. Where is the section of the paper that's got the crossword puzzle in Oh, yes, it's in the kitchen. I was doing it. Oh. Uh, never mind that now, anyhow. I want to talk to you. How much longer are you going to let this go on? What do you mean? You know perfectly well what I mean. Dad, Dad, Effie, look, I, I, I... When are you going to tell her that she is not going to Europe with you on your business trip? Uh, you should have told her when it first came up. Well, look, you were here. You know why I didn't tell her. Well, Boy, right away she jumped to the conclusion that she was going to. Mm. She's been in such ecstasies ever since. Mm. Well, I mean, I tried to tell her, but you know how she's been. You should have told her right away. I tried to. After all, I had to lead up to it. I can't just bluntly say, look, sweetheart, you're not going. Well, I think it would be a lot better if you did. Well, I can't. You know how she's oh. had her heart set on going to Europe all her life. Now, she is so thrilled. Oh, I and... know, I know. You should be home here in the daytime and hear her on the phone talking to all her friends. Oh. Telling them how excited she is oh. in this morning. And Lundell dropped over and they spent all morning going over places to see me. Oh, I tried to discourage her, saying sometimes things happen so your plans don't work out. But she won't listen. Well, look, last night when George and Myra Pemberton were over, George oh. had, well, what I think is a, probably a good idea. He said, don't tell her now. Let her down easy. And oh. in a few weeks, tell her that there's a chance that for some business reason, maybe she can't go. You, you know? No, I don't. Oh, sure you do, Aunt Effie. Then she gets the idea, and it isn't such a blow when finally I have to say, well, I'm sorry, darling, but... This is it. You just can't go. Well, I don't approve of that at all. Sounds like something George Pemberton would think of. I never have liked him. George said I should use psychology. Oh, George Pemberton. He doesn't know enough to come in out of the rain. I never have trusted him anyhow. His eyes are too close together. Well, look, whether his eyes are close together or not is beside the point. I know the whole Pemberton family. They were always ones for putting on the dog. And George's father drank like a fish. He owed everybody in town, and I know that he was carrying on with the librarian. Oh, Dad, Effie, look here. Well, this, that is not what we were discussing. Well, I don't care what George Pemberton thinks. That family never had an idea and belonged to somebody else first anyway. And I know this much. Here you are with a lovely wife. Yeah, I'm aware that I have a lovely wife, Anne. Well, I don't know why you want to be so mean to her. Look, it's not my fault she assumed she was going with me. When you go on business with an expense account, it does not include your wife. And you know as well as I do that I cannot afford to take her along. It would have to come out of my pocket. And with this new house, 
My gosh, I mean, we, we simply cannot afford it. I wouldn't have a cent. Well, I'm just your poor old aunt, so I suppose I don't know anything. Oh. But if you want to wait till she's gotten her passport, bought her clothes, packed her bags to tell her she's not going, breaking her heart, then by all means, do what George Pemberton suggests, who, of course, knows a great deal more than I do. Oh. You talk to her tonight. Yeah, yeah, I know you're right, Aunt Effie. I'll... All right, all right. I'll talk to her tonight. Hey, for Pete's sakes, what are you doing up here in the attic? I've been looking all over oh, for you. <laughs> I came up to see what suitcases I had. <laughs> I know it's silly to think of suitcases already, oh. since we won't be going until June or July, but I love to start planning. Well, well look, sweetheart, <laughs> I, I, I want to talk to you, but... Come on downstairs, will you? This is freezing cold up here. Oh, I want to talk to you about something, too. But come here first. I want to show you something. Honestly, I just couldn't believe my eyes. It was so coincidental. Really, sometimes don't you just believe in fate? Hmm? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I certainly believe in getting out of this cold attic. Yeah, we will. But come here. Come here. Come here. Look. One of your letters to me before we were married. Oh, honey. I accidentally knocked over this box of your old letters, and one of them fell out. Ribbon came untied, I guess. And this letter just slid out at my feet. Oh. I mean, of all the letters, it was this one, which is so funny, because... Listen, listen to this. I'm sorry, darling, that we won't even have a real honeymoon since I have to start work on Monday. Oh, how I wish I could take you to Europe. But someday, sweetheart... And I promise to take you while we're still young enough to climb to the top of the Tower of Pisa. <laughs> oh, God. And still romantic enough to hold hands as we glide in a gondola through the canals of Venice. Oh, is Look, darling. Now, wait a minute. This is the part I wanted to read to you. Wait a minute. Just give me, sweetheart, until, well, let's say 1959. And I promise you we'll be standing on the Acropolis amidst the ancient glory that was Greece. Uh, oh, for oh, Pete's sake, I... Well, I know we're not going to Greece, dear, but we're isn't not... it funny you said 1959 and here it is? Yeah. Oh, I, just... <laughs> so I don't know funny. why I picked that date. Well, I suppose because we met on the 9th of October. We became engaged on the 9th of June, married on the 9th of August. Guess you figured it was a lucky number. <laughs> but of all the letters that I should pick up this one, I mean, isn't it funny? And to think it's coming true. <laughs> Honey, look, I, I, I feel that I ought to... Well, I, I, I want to talk to you about something. I mean, about the trip. Oh, I know we have a million things to discuss about the trip, but I want to talk to you about something more important right now. Aunt Effie. Aunt Effie? Yes. Now, she's your aunt, and I know how much you love her, and so do I. Something is wrong with her. Well, well, what do you mean? Well, I don't know that anything is wrong, but you know huh? how people are when they're worried about their health? Aunt Effie? And you know how Aunt Effie is. She won't go to a doctor. I suppose she doesn't want to spend the money. But she is to see a doctor, even if we pay for it, and I want you to tell her that tonight. Oh, my gosh. Well, I, I didn't know that. Yes. Well, of course. I. Poor thing, I... I know she's worried. And you talk to her tonight. CBS News is a high-pressure operation in New York City. CBS News is a footloose correspondent who has toothbrush and will travel to any wilderness of the world. CBS News is an uncompromising association of reporters and writers whose sole goals are truth and speed. Only a network like the CBS Radio Network can support such an organization. And only this station in this area, backed by CBS Radio, can present the mammoth CBS News output daytime and night throughout the week. Oh, my 
know what in the world you two are talking about. I am perfectly all right. I don't see any reason why I should see a doctor. Aunt Effie, please, dear. Now, don't worry about the money. I should say not, Aunt Effie. Look, there isn't anything more important in the world than health. And look, we'll pay for the checkup. There's nothing wrong with me. For heaven's sake, I haven't been complaining. I don't know where you got the idea. Didn't feel well. Aunt Effie, please now don't pretend. You know what she said to me this morning, dear. Now look, we know a wonderful doctor. A woman doctor, Aunt Effie, and your lover. Do you know what Aunt Effie said to me this morning, dear? Right in front of Anne, too. Honestly, I nearly cried afterwards, Aunt Effie, when you went back upstairs to make the beds. And Effie said she didn't think I should plan so much on going to Europe because even though she was happy to take care of the house and the children, she might get sick or, or drop dead. Oh. Oh. oh, and my going to Europe or not is nothing oh. compared to your health, and I oh. will not have you worry when it's probably nothing, but you are going to put your mind at rest. No. In fact, I'm going to call Dr. Renning right now at her home and make arrangements for you tomorrow. Oh, there is nothing wrong with me. I feel fucked. Oh, honestly. I was only trying to warn her that she might not go. I know, I know, but she didn't take it that well, way. Well, did you finally tell her upstairs? No, no, I didn't, well, Aunt Effie. I... Look, I can't explain now, but oh. I, I just couldn't tell I'm her. I'm going to make sure oh. you have a complete checkup, Aunt oh. Effie. Blood tests and x-rays at the hospital. Well, you had better tell her. I feel fine. And I am not going to run around some strange hospital draped in one of those dinky little white capes that barely covers you, getting blood tests and x-rays. I want to make an appointment, oh. Dr. Rennie, for my aunt. Aunt Effie, oh, oh no, now look, don't look at me, Aunt Effie. I can't tell her until I figure out a good way to say it. Look, have the checkup. It won't do any harm anyhow. Well, really. Oh. When you have a cold, don't add to your troubles. It's a fact that irregularity can add to the misery of a cold. So if you have a cold and need a laxative, let X-Lax help you toward your normal regularity gently overnight. Taken at bedtime, X-Lax will not disturb your sleep. Next morning, you'll be well on your way toward your normal regularity. So when you feel a cold coming on and you need a laxative, remember, X-Lax helps you toward your normal regularity gently overnight. <laughs> The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Margaret Hamilton and Julie Lawrence and is produced by Walter Hart.